everyone. Welcome back to Buy Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. We are back on schedule for Tuesday night uploads. This is great. Um, I am doing this before I actually go and pick up husband from the airport. He's been gone for a week. He is filming his movie, which is really exciting. So I want to make sure to get this done and published before I have to leave. Yes, yes, it's going to be a late night, but you got to do what you got to do. And the book today, I have mixed feelings on, which we'll talk about what I really felt about it at the very end. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that this book has been on like the Amazon top selling for the past week. Uh, I don't know if that's because people are just buying into the hype before they read it, or maybe it was honestly just me that didn't really care for it because that's happened before too. There's another book that's circulating right now on book talk that everyone is obsessed with that. I just didn't really find that great. I mean, the book itself was great, but I did not have any desire to continue with the series while others are like obsessed. So I don't know, maybe I just have mixed judgments. I don't know. It's it all depends on the reader and the interest. So you do what you need to do. Um, but this podcast, I'm just going to tell you what I feel about these books. <laughs> so today's book is called Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. And it was spicy, like spicy, like almost to the point where I was like, OK, this is kind of getting a lot, which I understand they're in college college age they're college junior college senior I get it I understand and I've also come to realize that I think I might be graduating into a different book age and let me explain so when I was in college I would read like books that were kind of around high school and college because that's what I related to more and that's what I was interested in. And some books now still like if they're in high school, I'll read them, but it's just kind of weird. Um, But now like I feel like I'm kind of moving to the next stage where I don't really want to read about stories that they're still in college or really centered around like colleges and sororities and all that because it's just not like it's not the stage of life that I'm in anymore and so maybe that was one of the problems I had with this book that it is like right in college and they have sororities and they're sports people and they're just right in it that maybe I just don't relate to them anymore and I enjoy the books that they have their life they have their career they have their job like they create families, you know, like more established. And so it honestly, yeah, depends on the reader, what you relate to, what you like, what your interests, it all depends. And that's why we love books because I mean, one person could be obsessed while the other person hates it. And that's okay. Like that's what, why we have books and why we have what we have and it's great. (laughs) So, I mean, we'll go from there. Uh, So yes, it was spicy. And so with that and with reading it, I would definitely say no for my mom and sister, like the mother sister standard. I would definitely not recommend it to them. But if you like a lot of spice and if you like college stories and if you like enemies to lovers, if you like the sports tropes, like this is definitely the book for you. And it was kind of weird because the main female character, her name is Anastasia, 
and her last name is Allen, which I worked with a girl, and she's a good friend of mine, that her name is Anastasia Allen, which is so weird. <laughs> so I'm like, girl, is this you? Is this your life? But it's not. It's not her life at all. So we have Anastasia, and we'll call her, I think they call her like Stacy. So we'll call her Stacy. She is a figure skater. And her partner is Aaron. They've been skating partners since freshman year. And she's a junior in college. She's studying business. And then we have Nathan, and he's the main male character. He is the hockey captain. He's a senior, and he was recruited to an NHL team in Canada. So he is going to be playing professional hockey in the next, like, year or so. So it starts out that they are needing to all meet up the coaches are wanting to meet with all of the athletic people and they learned that the ice rink that the hockey players play in was trashed by an opposing team. And so basically it's out of order for months, like a couple months. They're going to have to share with the ice skating people and their rink. So they're getting punished for this. They try and make their schedules. And during this like talk Nathan kind of looks over at the freshmen and a couple of them are pretty pale and so he's like "Mm, something is up and so while they have like a couple minutes he pulls one of them to the side and he's like you got to tell me what's happening I don't know how to look out for you if you don't let me know what's going on so the freshman says that he met a girl at UCLA and um, met her at a party they started you know screwing around and he thought that she was single But really, she had a boyfriend, and the boyfriend found out and said that he was going to, like, send this guy a message um, and that he'll regret looking at his girl or whatever. So they're assuming that it was this guy that had threatened this freshman um, that ruined the rink. So the coaches are saying that in a couple days, um, they're going to have, like, a team-building activity because, like, they have to plan their schedules um, around each other and Stacy is mad of course because she's on a really tight schedule she basically like comes to talk to Nathan and like rat him out and just like is so mad um, she's like you know what if we don't practice enough we don't win and if we don't win we don't go to the Olympics like this is my dream we have to and because technically it is the skating arena they're the ones that make the schedule and then the hockey players have to like work around the schedule. So when it comes to like their team building, they kind of do like a a speed dating. And so they get to know like the skaters, they get to know which then get to know like the hockey players. And this is for two hours. (laughs) It's kind of long. And at that point, Nathan has been trying to get her attention. He's very intrigued by her. He's very interested. He's very attracted to her just all around. And she's been avoiding him the couple days before this meeting and like the team building. And so uh, once they finally get paired up, she just goes through like the process. Like, you know, I'm 21. I'm from Seattle. I'm an only child. I work at the rink. I've been figure skating since I was a kid, always pair skating um, and skated with Aaron since freshman year. Like, my goal is, like, Team USA. I want to go to the next Olympics. And he's like, I want to know more. Like, tell me everything. Like, you've been avoiding me. I know you have. I just want to check and make sure you're okay. Like, I know this is stressful for you. And so then he starts, like, trying to 
break not break her I guess but he just wants to know more about her and she's very she's very reluctant to tell him and so she's like fine so I've always known I was adopted my parents are super loving people they always wanted the best for me and when they put me in like the extracurricular activities they wanted to give me the best opportunities so when I started skating I was pretty advanced so they put me in advanced classes And then they figured out, like, yeah, she's a figure skater. So uh, she just, like, went from there. And from this, like, he kind of breaks down these walls and they start, like, a spicy friendship. Like, she doesn't want any commitment. Uh, She doesn't want anything because she has such a strict schedule. Um, She started therapy when she was young. And so she wants to be in control of things. And so one way she can do that is with her planner And so she just fills her planner with back-to-back things. And so um, she has no time for commitment, but he's, like, pretty persistent. He's like, let me know. Like, I want to hang out with you. I want to be around you. I want to get to know you. Like, how can I? And so with this friendship, I'm saying this in, like, quotations, um, her partner Aaron gets really jealous and very immature, and he's just not a great guy. And so one at one point, they're all over at like the frat or the house that Nathan and all the hockey players live at. I can't remember if Aaron comes in or how it came about, I want to say, but um, he stood in front of Nathan with a busted arm and a bruised hip and blamed Nathan for it. And so immediately he's like, what? I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And Anastasia's like, well, I don't know who to believe. Like, did you actually do this? Or is like this guy that I've known since freshman year and like spend almost every day with like my partner, like, or is he lying? Like, I don't know who to believe. And so she goes through basically this like dilemma and everyone's calling him a liar, like calling Aaron a liar. And Nathan's trying to get a hold of Anastasia. And she's like, you know what? I just need space. Like, I don't know what to think. I'm stuck between you and my partner, both promising that you're telling the truth. Like, I just need to process uh, the fact that most likely I'm pulling out of the competitions because obviously he can't lift me. Obviously, like we can't really skate that weekend Nathan gets a call from like his coach and the coach is like you know what I got a phone call from the dean not the director but the actual dean wanting to know why my athletes are purposely injuring another student and so they all have to go to another hands-on meeting with all the with all the hockey players and get their butts chewed out and the coach threatens them to bench all of them if someone doesn't come forward and like confess that it was them. And Nathan, he's like, I'm the I'm the freaking I'm the team captain. Like, I can't let them all be sad. I, I didn't do this, but I can't let this happen. So he takes the blame for it. And the coach knows that he's taking the blame and he knows that it wasn't him. But it solves his problem so he's like you know what like we're gonna make this work and when Anastasia finds out that he took the blame she still is mad because he's like wait because she's like wait you said that you didn't do this but you took the blame like I don't understand so it's even confusing her more she's trying to avoid him and finally he just gets right in front of her and he's like 
talk to me. Like, I need you to talk to me. Like, this wasn't me. Like, this is the situation that I was in. And, and she kind of, like, spirals. Um, she's like, you know, Aaron's avoiding me. You can't play hockey. I can't practice. I'm scared of being lifted. Because what happened was because Nathan took the blame for it, he got benched. And so the coach told him, as long as Aaron is out, you are going to be benched. So Aaron was starting to practice some more. And so Nathan was able to go and practice as well. But then Aaron's wrist, like, not snapped, but, like, went weak. And so it dropped Anastasia, and she, like, got a cut on her head. Um, And so she's terrified of falling now. And so she has to go through, like, some therapy um, and and try and, and figure out how to not be scared anymore. And so she's she's basically, like, spiraling again. And she's like, nobody can fill in with Aaron because everyone has commitments and partners already. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's when Nathan was like, I'll be your partner, like, for the time being until Aaron is healed and he can he can lift you again. I will be your partner. I'm going to be benched anyways, so I might as well, like, skate and keep my form and just help you, um, and we can help each other. And their coaches agree, and so that's what they do. They start training together. And as they start training together, it's eight weeks that they train. Um, There's a lot of tension because they are wanting to keep things professional. And at this point, they've been very, very spicy with each other. And so they basically are together without the titles. So yeah, lots of spice throughout the whole thing. They decide that right before Christmas, they're going to go to Seattle to spend time with her parents. And then they're going to go to Colorado to go to his family's resort. So it is basically his dad and his sister. And his dad owns this really big resort in Colorado like ski resort and his sister's a professional skier uh he hates his dad he has a really bad relationship with him and so his dad was taking his sister or like his daughter whatever um on vacation for Christmas and so that's when Nathan was like yeah we can go to Colorado for a little while because my dad won't be there so they have gone from this frenemies to lovers within this three months It's not something either of them thought would happen, but they are basically in love with each other at this point. As they are spending time together during this Christmas break, it's like a couple weeks, I think, um, they learn more about each other. And throughout this whole relationship, they learn more. But the thing with this book is that it doesn't really share very much about their backgrounds until we get more to this point and by this point it's like more than halfway throughout the book and so you're just left kind of wondering like okay we know she's adopted we know that we don't like his dad but it doesn't really say why we don't like his dad until later on and we just know that he's like ignoring his dad's call like we don't really know very much background about these characters which I find is kind of odd because I feel like you learn the background within the first couple chapters, at least some of it. And then, of course, like you're kind of left in suspense or mystery until you find out more. But it just it didn't really happen within this book until way later on. So we do find out 
what happened to Nathan's mom. So she was sick with a rare blood disorder when he was in eighth grade and she had it for a long time before she died. His dad had hired all these private nurses to look after her so she was very comfortable but he hardly went to see her. He basically buried himself in work. He would show up to eat dinner and then he'd disappear again and he was also having this like affair and he saw his daughter on the slopes um, and that was it. Like he was basically a ghost. And so, and then a couple years later, um, Nathan has a best friend, Robbie, and Robbie was in an accident at the resort and his medical bills were insane. Um, and even though his family is wealthy, like Robbie's family, uh, with good insurance, like his dad, like Nathan's dad wouldn't help at all. And, like, even though that's what the company insurance is for, like, he refused to help. So there was another thing on top of it that Nathan was like, nope, I don't really want anything to do with you. And by the time they get back from Christmas, um, Aaron has been cleared to skate and Nathan can go back to hockey, which is really exciting. Through this whole thing, Aaron has been, of course, we know that he's lying. He's been like slut shaming her and super, super hurtful, just saying the meanest things. And so he like basically is trying to suck up to her. It was like, hey, let's go to this therapy together. It's not couples therapy. It's more like co-worker therapy or like um, partner therapy. And so that's honestly not really helping and when it is like the therapist is like calling Aaron out but he's he's at a point where he's just so immature and his parents are fighting and so that's when he's in a bad mood like he just has it sounds like a rough life outside of there but his parents are like the really rich type didn't get a lot of attention and Nathan is very very distrustful of Aaron of course um, but Nathan is like he's a fixer he's the protector like this is who he is as a person and he wants to help fix things and he sees Aaron as like this villain like the bad guy of the story and so even though he's like Aaron is just a really immature guy and like misguided and it just he's the type of person where you hear it said like hurt people hurt people Aaron is hurt and he's hurting those people around him and he lies and manipulates because that's all he knows. And so Nathan wants to protect from that. And he gets to be a, a little bit too much. And so Anastasia has to, like, put him in his place almost um, quite often. It comes to be the competition. And she's really, really nervous. Nathan has a hockey game. Um, but once it's finished, he can drive um, to where this competition is at and hopefully get there in time. Um, that's what he's able to do. He finishes the hockey game. He drives, um, and he gets there right in time for the competition. So Aaron and Anastasia are skating. They're doing beautiful. It's so, so perfect. And then at the very end, Aaron kisses her and it's a very forced kiss. Like she tries to push away from him and he's like forcing himself on her. And, uh, she's very, very upset, which obviously everyone is upset. They could tell that it, she wasn't comfortable with it. Aaron just crossed the line and he doesn't understand why she's so upset. And she's like, you know what? I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be your partner. 
I don't want to do this. And everyone like her coach is like, yeah, I completely understand. Like he, he went too far. Um, they did end up in first, but that doesn't really matter because that guy is scum. But the thing is, Nathan found out right before he went to like the skating competition, he was talking to one of their opponent, like opposing teammate he was telling him like yeah I'm, I'm gonna be going to the skating rink and I'm gonna see this girl like Anastasia and he was like the opposing guy was like oh I know her partner Aaron uh we would play some like pickup football together like how how is he doing and Nathan was like uh I think he's okay like he has a hurt risk and and the guy was like oh yeah like Aaron got hurt playing football with us like we were drinking and messing around on the beach having a bonfire and one of the guys tackled him and landed on his arm like I didn't know that he blamed you for that um because Nathan had told him like yeah I mean I got blamed for it he's kind of scum and so he finds out exactly what happened and so that's when, um, yeah, he goes to the competition. Aaron kisses her. Everyone's really upset. Um, and she, like, calls Aaron out. She's like, you know what? I've done nothing but trust you. For nearly two and a half years, like, I've basically put everything into this partnership. And all you've done is use me, manipulate me, tell me I'm not good enough. Like, well, I'm finally hearing you loud and clear. And because they had such a big blowout, he, Aaron, transfers to UCLA, which is so good. And that just kind of like wraps it up. So in the epilogue, we learn that she won gold in the women's singles. Um, she decided to not do pairs anymore, just to skate single. And um, he won a Stanley Cup. So basically, they're like the perfect couple. And I know that I talked about it pretty quickly, but it actually was like a really long book. It was like 450 pages, which most of the time stories like this are maybe around 300, 350. And that's what I thought it would be like. Um, but yeah, I didn't think that anything in there was unnecessary. I just didn't really like the pacing. I think that was, I don't know, just something about it. I just got bored. I don't know. I wish maybe like 100 pages were cut out. I think that would have helped it. There wasn't enough tension for me. I feel like they got together very quickly in the book. And so, yeah, you're with them like throughout their whole relationship. But I like more of a tension, like a buildup. I like the, the cat and mouse almost. Like the more frenemies and then finally lovers, you know? Like it just, I don't know. It just happened too quickly. So this book definitely was good um it was just not my favorite and would I recommend it to people sure if you like spicy books that have a great storyline the characters are great I did actually enjoy them I wanted to know more about them uh but just like a, a nice cute book that's spicy and and just you know I think it's part of a series like I'm interested to read the others because I really like the other characters like the secondary characters um, so sure, like I'll probably pick up the next one, but this isn't like a, oh my gosh, you have to read this. It's definitely not one of those. So yeah, that was my take on Icebreaker. I hope you liked it. I hope maybe it put you onto this book, like have it be on your to be read list. If not, no big deal, not a life changing book. Um, but definitely, definitely a good effort on, um, Hannah Grace's Part, which I saw that she has another series out um, but 
it came out, let's see, in March of last year. So it's still kind of new, but I think she's like a pretty fresh author. She's pretty new, which this was great. It was a great book. I'm glad that it's up in like the Amazon bestsellers, like on the top list. I'm so happy for that. She is a great writer. I've definitely read way worse books. So this is a good start. Um, I definitely am looking forward to reading more of her books and yeah, we'll just go from there. So anyways, Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on all the social medias. I'm grateful for you guys, and I'll talk to you next time.